Hey, I know. I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Out of the Drawing Pan, a Pokemon the Series podcast. This week, we have the episodes A Ghost of a Chance and From Ghost to Ghost. Bet you didn't see that coming. Just a quick reminder, this is an E4 explicit podcast, so listener discretion is advised. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm with my co-host, Alex. Hi. All right, Alex, thank you for the introduction. Uh, our other co-host, Austin, is here. Oh, How are you I doing, get? Austin? Okay. <laughs> There's a long pause between your hey, so go ahead, Austin. Hi. Hello, Austin. How are you guys doing today? Hi. All right, so we're in a bit of a time crunch today, so we can go and get on with our week talk. Who wants to go Woo. first? Raise your hand. Thank you, Alex. I volunteers tribute. I have a burning question for Austin this week. Yeah. I want to get that checked out. Not itching, though, just the burning. So, first of all, a quick poll. Are we East Sea or West Sea Gastrodon fans? Oh, um, I'm not fans of either of them. If you had to pick. Uh, the pink one. The pink one. Okay. I think so, too. Jacob, what about you? What, uh, I didn't know there was a difference. What game? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, somebody didn't play Diamond and Pearl. I did not. He played um, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Oh, then you should know this. What? I have I have all four. No, not all four. I have three. The blobby looking one. Cynthia uses one on her team. I know the Pokemon. Like, I know the pink version. I didn't realize that there was... Is one male and one female? No. One is on the east side of Sinnoh. One's on the west side of Sinnoh. And I can never remember which is which. Okay. Which one is which? But I think the, the pink is west. And I think it looks better. I think its color palette is more palatable i like its head thingies better yeah i like the the little flaps it's got on its neck i was asking because austin had texted us yesterday at like one in the morning yes i did and he was like hey my mom left her amazon account open and she ordered an east sea gastrodon plushie which looks super cute by the way yeah the plushie looks cute but what's the reason i have to know I, here's my theory. I think my sister used her account to order that for one of her kids. But I'm like, why that one specifically? That's so specific. It's very random for sure. I'm excited to find out why. Yeah. Okay, keep us keep us posted, Austin, because I'm curious. Was that your week, Alex? I'm trying to think if I did anything else other than get a text from you last night at 1 a.m. You should be used to that. No, I am. And then I feel bad when I don't respond because I'm, like, asleep or something, but... Yeah, I responded. I don't sleep. I responded. I get points. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did respond. See, I slept in till just now. Like, I was late to recording because I slept in too late, and I have not checked my phone yet today. <laughs> oh, I was wondering why I didn't get a reply or anything. I was like, this just fell over. I don't think I did anything this week, honestly. Um, I picked up Pokemon Shield again, you know. I don't want to hear it. I, I know, I know, we can't talk about it. Is that it. the, DL, the DLC that came out? Are you playing that? N- no. Oh. Alex doesn't like the DLC, even though she's never downloaded or played it. Yeah, well, um, I'll get there <laughs> at some point, but I saw that Austin was playing Pokemon Violet because I was creeping on his Switch thing, so I'm still in Shield. Like, what? when did Shield come out? Like, five years ago? Oh, I yeah, I thought that was actually the new one. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot no, that Scarlet, Scarlet and Violet. Violet. <laughs> yeah, I beat that. I I remember beating that one. I like I liked it. That was kind of cool. Yeah, what was the Pokemon? What were the legendaries in that one? One was like a giant shield. Of course, one's a giant sword. You know, of course, but I don't remember their names. Zacian. Zacian. Zamazenta. Zamazenta. All right. Yeah, I can't believe I remember that actually. Anyway, cool deal. Anything else, Alex? Yeah, nothing. Um, no, nothing of note. All right, Austin, besides getting a, like a plush for Christmas, probably, what else have you been to? We got to find out the mystery. We'll find out one day what the mystery of this is. I bet what's going to happen is Christmas is going to come and go, and it's not even going to come up. I'm never going to find <laughs> That's out. That's right. It's just going to be vanished. <laughs> if you have my luck, it will never get delivered. So, And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask my family, and they'll be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
Um, yesterday I went to a esports convention. Yeah, what the fuck is that? I'm still confused. I'm still confused too, even though I went. Our mutual friend, y'all know who probably, invited me out because she said she wanted to hang out. And I, I don't know anything about esports, but I wanted to see my friend. So I <laughs> took the train station down there and spent $55 for a ticket. For to the get train? In? Well, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, to get the expo. Oh, oh, okay. For the train, however, okay, since I just moved, I went to a station I normally don't go to. Oh, God. Were you stuck in the turnstile or something? Uh, yes. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> because, okay, a brief description. First of all, I'm kind of mad because I hate this location, even though that was a major decision maker for why I picked this place to buy Um, uh, that's not the major reason you have to be real with the people about the major reason why you picked that place to live oh yeah also there's a pokey stop where i can access it from my home oh my god austin doesn't even have to step out of his front door to spin the pokey stop and that was a contributing factor. it was a contributing factor but the station was a bigger one mad respect austin anyway so first i go in the machine's not working it won't let me load my um card my, you know, my bus pass. Are there people there to help, or is it all automated? There's no people to help. Okay. No. I've never taken anything like this, so. Yeah, okay. There was a large group of over 100 people wearing Santa hats, and they were all taking a group photo and saying, Merry Christmas! And they did this about 30 times. Okay. I don't know. That sounds like a pretty awesome Christmas card setting. I, I was in the background of the picture, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> frantically <laughs> pounding on the machine, being like, take my money! And... It wouldn't accept my credit card, so I eventually put in $6 cash. I only had $6 cash into the thing, so it would give me a day pass. Took the train, got to the station, tried to leave the station. There's 100 million people behind me because there's also all these like you know games happening in the same day, so there's a huge crowd of drunk people, and it won't let me out through the turnstile. And I'm like, what's going on? And I look, and I don't have a day pass. I have a parking pass Oh, in my hand. And there actually is a person there for some reason. And she's like, that's not what you need. And I'm like, I know. How do I get out of here? And oh, she actually, <laughs> you know, I'm clearly panicked. She scans me out. She's like, just go. I'm like, okay, great. Thanks. So I try to go to the convention center. There's all these people directing foot traffic. They send me to the wrong place. And I made me walk uphill in the wrong direction. And I knew it was wrong because I know this convention center. And I knew they were sending me in the wrong place. But I did it anyway because I didn't want to get yelled at. Uh, so eventually I give up and I come back downhill. And I walk past the people directing foot traffic. And the lady's like, you're going the wrong way. And I just pretend I don't hear her. And I keep walking. Uh, good oh job. Good job. There you go. <laughs> and then guess what? I knew exactly where I was going. And I got exactly to where I wanted to go. So, um, on the way back later, I go to the train station again. Oh, I need to buy another thing because it's still, like, I don't have the ticket to get back. The machine is not working still, does not take my credit card. I somehow managed to to load money on my card with my debit card. Get onto the train while the train is on, like, a bridge, like, overlooking probably the highway, actually. Suddenly, a man jumps into the train whoa whoa that's okay. not oh god the emergency exit door flies open and he jump. he like tumbles in so clearly he had been waiting on the bridge what the fuck jumped onto the train burst open through the door and tumbled into the train how is that like possible and how is he not a smear i don't know i was like you had to time that perfectly in like his coordination skills are off the chart or physics he learns physics apparently so was that just a case of like he really didn't want to pay for the day pass and was like Fuck I, i'm assuming he wanted a place to stay for the night Oh, okay. Mm. A place inside where it wasn't cold. But I was like, that was scary and dangerous. I hope he's not, like, gonna die doing that. Wow. Anyway, so I get home, or I get back to the station. I get back to my car. I try to leave the parking garage. I put my little parking ticket into the ticket thing, and it doesn't open. So I am trapped in the parking garage. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh... (laughs) I click the button saying, help, help me, call for assistance. No, it doesn't do anything. So I call the phone number that is thankfully there, and I tell um, the woman, like, like, what do I do? And she's like, come to the office. I'm like, where's the office? And she's like, it's where the office is, essentially. The office is where the office is. 
<laughs> so I want. Uh, it's like it's like night. It's cold. I'm wandering out a parking garage. I, like like my by myself. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm glad you're here today. <laughs> trying to find the office, and I find it, and I get out of there, and I come home. And then I checked my pocket, and there is my day pass that I had lost. Oh, <laughs> oh God. So that was my day yesterday. Jacob, how are you? See, I don't know. At some point, I'm, like, tempted. Like, if you're stuck somewhere, I would be tempted to just drive through the gate arm and, like, deal with the damage afterward. I had that thought. Like, after so long, like, of course this is, like, that would be the nuclear option. And I would be so... I would be so scared to do it and so upset to having done that. But if you're trapped, like, what are you supposed to do? Alex, I know you. You would not do yeah, that. Of course. You would. Yeah. But I've been locked in a parking garage with the gate up before. That sucked. How'd you get out? Uh, I had to wait probably two hours for someone to come in and do their computer magic on the system and reset it so people could pay to get out. Wait, if the gate was yeah, up, yeah. couldn't you just drive yeah, out? No, they would, nope. What? The city would not let you do that. Nope, that's against the law. Who's the city? Is it a person? Yeah, yeah, the city's a per. It's a city official with a city law, apparently too. And they're not letting you out. Not letting, not you, letting you out. Leave. No. And then you assault the person, and you say, "I'm getting the fuck out of no. here. Let me leave." We got, it was it was like two in the morning, uh, trapped in a park garage oh, with the gate up. Because I was like, "Listen, you can let us out. I know the price. It's two dollars. By the way, it's two dollars to get out. I'm gonna give you the money. When the guy comes and fix it, you can put in the system that we were here, and then it's it's solved. Problem's done." Right? Nope. I had to sit there for two hours. No Police way. were That's there. Like kidnapping. Yep. And they made us sit there. And all we did was drive through, hand the person cash, and they were like, okay, you're good to go. I'll put you in the system. That's all that happened. I was furious. I was about to lose it. Uh, Jacob, I would consider that to be like a domestic disturbance at that point. Yeah, it was bad. There was a line of people, too, which is bad. And, like, you know, there was language barriers going on. <laughs> it was just wild. It was, the- it was just so wild. The transition from crime. I actually started playing Grand Theft Auto 3. So. Oh, are you preparing for Grand Theft Auto 6? I don't know if I am or not, but the definitive edition came out, so I was like, I got into it. I never played it before. I did very when I was really young, and I didn't know what kind of game it was, but uh, it's pretty interesting. I'm not that far in, but I'm like, it's just, you know, you meet this guy, like you escape from this jail i guess like you're being transported to another jail and you escape and then you befriend this guy and he asks you to kill people and you just do it and uh that's uh that's my grand theft auto experience so far Like I said, mentioned earlier in the intro, the episodes we have from this week are a ghost of a chance and from ghost to ghost. I got the randomizer here. Alex, you're summarizing this week. I got uh, a ghost of a chance, the first one, and Austin, you've got from ghost to ghost. Let's see how many ghost puns we can put in here. (laughs) Let's ghost that idea and not do that. Ha 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 ha. Sorry, that got me good at the end, the half of that. I was like, that wasn't so funny, but then it hit me. It was pretty funny. Wasn't funny to me. That's how my humor works. Yep. <laughs> Smacks you right in the face. It's a thinker every time. Who's going to time Alex? Is it going to be me? I'm trying to pull it up. Okay. I just watched this episode, but I don't remember anything. It exists like a void in my mind, so I'm going to try really hard. Okay, Alex, get ready. Okay. In three, two, one, go. So we're finally, finally, finally in Equitique City. We're strolling through town, minding our own business. This creepy guy in Fernando runs up and he's like, hey, I have something to sell you. And they're like, oh, that's really nice. We don't want that shit. But Team Rocket gets suckered into buying this item finder slash treasure detector. They try to find stuff, but it turns out it can only find bottle caps. Ash and friends end up in the burn tower where they get a bunch of ghost Pokemon attacking them. Morty shows up. Ash is like, I'm pretty sure I saw Ho one time. Morty's like, fuck that shit. You didn't. Good job, Alex. All right. So there's been about like 40 episodes between our last gym battle and this arriving to a place where a gym is at you know even ash in this episode starts out like we arrive and ash is like hey we're finally here and we're like no duh ash <laughs> it's about uh it's about time you know what my favorite thing is is when the narrator points it out when he's like ash and friends are finally here yeah 
I love it because they know that they have no control over it. Like, they're just dubbing it. You know? know? So they're just really trying, like, you know, they're really honing in on that fact. They're like, we have no control over this, so we're just going to be self-aware about it. The first thing we kind of start off with is we see, like, the famous Tin Tower, which, is that, like, was, is that what it's called in the game? There's the Burn Tower, which is the original Tin Tower, and then the second, like, clone building that they built, which is now the Tin Tower, I think. But I think they renamed it to the Bell Tower for some god. Yeah, I thought it was reason. the Bell oh, Tower. Right. So it's it's Bell Tower in the game, Tin Tower in the anime. Not to be confused with the Bell Sprout Tower in. That's Violet what City. I was thinking. This was because I remember it rocking. One rocks, right? Yeah, the Bell Sprout Tower. But I think it was the Tin Tower. I swear to God, I remember it being the Tin Tower. Like in the game. Yeah. What that name comes from somewhere. It's called the Bell Tower. Known as the Tin Tower prior to Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver, and in Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Wait, so it went back to Tin Tower? That's kind of a confusingly worded. <laughs> Fucking Bulbapedia, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> what is it? Is it Tin Tower, but they call it the Bell Tower in the game, or Bell Tower, then now the Tin Tower? I'm going to read this again, okay? Okay, let's analyze the grammar. The let's Bell go for it. Tower, comma. Known as the Tin Tower prior to Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver and in Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, comma, is a location of Johto positioned in the northeast of Ecruteague City. The Bell Tower, also known as the Tin Tower, is a location, blah, blah, okay, blah. Okay, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. So maybe it's saying Gold and Silver and Crystal, it was called Tin Tower, and also in BDSP. But in Heart Gold Soul Silver, they called it the Bell Tower. That's what I'm getting out of this. BDSP. I like to practice BDSP. I'm gonna say, what is weekends. that? Ooh. No wonder that tower's rocking. So I, I don't fucking know. It's called the it's the Tin Tower in our hearts. We'll call it the Tin Tower because that's what Brock calls it, and Brock knows everything. He has his guidebook. That's right. It's in the guidebook. Brock doesn't know shit about shit, and I will touch on that later. You want to touch Brock's shit? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, pass. <laughs> All right, Infernando comes along after we point out the Tin Tower. Austin's <laughs> face is oh killing God. Me. Okay, we're, we're we're done. End of podcast. <laughs> this is the last episode. <laughs> we're canceled. It's been so great having you <laughs> listeners there with us throughout this journey. It was so great. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. We point out we got we're near Tin Tower, but then this um this clown street performer. Comes up to us. His name's Infernando, which is actually Spanish for holy fire, which is kind of interesting. Oh. For Infernando is a predator. That's not Spanish, people. Don't go around saying that. Yeah, he's a predator. Um, <laughs> elaborate on that. Well, like, is he going to like have his three little dots that are shine on you when he's going to kill you? <laughs> yeah. and he turns invisible. Yeah. And he oh, has... man, wouldn't it be great if Arnie showed up? If we had Arnie the Pichu oh, yeah. <laughs> trying to, to, try to kill Infernando? Yeah. <laughs> Arnie has to get into the mud to disguise his heat signature. I will tell you why this guy is a predator. Because he openly admits to them. They're just strolling along, minding their own business. Then he starts breathing fire in their faces, almost uh, like maiming and attacking them. And he's like, oh yes, I singled you out because I could immediately tell you weren't from town because you have a guidebook that you're looking at. He is on the lookout like a vulture, waiting for unsuspecting children who are clearly lost to walk by while he can be like, hello. I'll tell you exactly what Fernando is. He is the AT&T people oh at my the Target God. electronics oh. section <laughs> who will not take no for an answer and, like, see you from a mile away and, you're, and like, do you, you're my victim do, that's now. That's so easy to avoid, though. <laughs> we we all know how to avoid that. You just say... Yeah, I tell them I have yeah, AT&T and I keep walking. Do like, I don't even, like, look at them. I don't acknowledge their no. presence. Sorry, I'm, like, so rude. Like, But it's not a lie, it's not a lie, because actually the truth is, I already do have AT&T, so, you know. Yeah. That's Unless good. you can give me a better deal, then I'm not interested. Why is it always AT&T? Like, I've never had anybody else do that to it, me. I think they have a deal with Target. But it's at Walmart, too, though. Like, it's everywhere. Oh, is it yeah, really? Yeah, it's at my Walmart. AT&T needs to calm down. That's what I mean. I always run into them everywhere. Like, I was at a Shell station the other day, and they came up to me and were what? like, do you have AT&T? I was like, God, like, I just kind of fill up my car. I that was an actual AT&T employee, Jacob. <laughs> he, he, came up with a, he came up with a satellite dish and was like, this could find items. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <go> continue. <laughs> oh, God. We're losing it. <laughs> We've been doing this too long. <laughs> just...
Oh my gosh, we're doing this for you. I hope you all appreciate what we're going through for these episodes. <laughs> Our descent into we've been had descended into madness a long time we ago. Have. We're just like, but to actually realize you've descended that far is. I just had a moment of actualization that I really have. So yeah, we're in the bottom layer of hell with Santa Claus and <laughs> right, the snow like snowman. Yeah. I was listening back to the episode. We truly lost it in that one, guys. Just FYI. well, we're losing it now here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of Misty's the wise one because she says, "Hey, this is a, this is just like rabbit ears that have been bent over. So this is like a waste of time." And I glued some cotton balls on the end of this thing. So whatever. Of course, we got to scan over to the other side of town. Team Rocket's over there. They're kind of sad because they've lost uh, Ash's group, even though they're kind of close to him. You know. They're not that far apart, but they feel that they've lost them. But uh, who is it? Is it... It's not Meowth. James is the one that's like, hey, has the voice of reason and says, hey, Ash is probably going to head towards the gym, right? Which means that they can honestly just go to the gym towns and wait for them to get there and they would eventually see them. But they like to attack every episode, I guess. Contractually obligated to. Yeah, that's probably true. It's that uh, comic relief that children need in their shows or that routine, you know, like swipe or no swiping. Was that comedy? I'm not so sure. Swiper no swiping? I think it's the comfort of yeah. it. Yeah. Do you guys remember there was like a real live action Dora the Explorer movie? And uh, Holy shit. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. There was, man. There was a Fairly Odd Parents one too. That's right. What? No. Drake Bell. That was a long time ago. Drake Bell really? was it. Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, Timmy. Timmy Turner. Holy crap. That was a TV movie, not a movie movie. Dora was a movie movie? Movie, it was in theaters. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Who played Dora? I don't know. Um, Some girl. Fernando. Fernando. <laughs> some girl. Yeah. All right. Some girl. I, I don't know. Obviously it's... not. They didn't get a lot of fame for it. Watch it be like Jenny Ortega or something like that. Oh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> okay. A girl named Isabella Mersad. Okay. That's pretty I don't sorry know to disrespect you, Isabella. We didn't mean it. Who that is. So sorry. Yeah. Oh, she's in the Madam Web movie. Oh my movie. god, she is. Okay, so we'll see more of her. I guess her Dora appearance skyrocketed her to Madam Web fame. We've all right. Anyway, we've got the, we've got those like rabbit ear things, and we just find random stuff to like go down the hole. We find items and information everywhere. He knew my mother when she was researching spiders in the Amazon right before she died. Do you have that memorized? I think I got it wrong. Oh but. my god. All right. Um, we're not even gonna. We're not even gonna explain that one. It's too absurd. Just watch the Madam Web trailer for a lesson in run-on sentences. All right. Uh, I'm getting a little hungry here. Like the team, uh, Team Rocket, and I don't know how they know this, but this place is probably known for its food because they, you know, they're gonna go get food. Acritique City is based on Kyoto, right? Sure. Okay. I don't think Kyoto is known for its pizza. No, there is a thing. There is a thing. There is. There. They are. They are known for their pizza. Yes. There's a thing with Japanese pizza that it's like a big deal. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, there's even an article okay. yeah, about this stuff. I'm on the pizza thread on the Kyoto subreddit now, so I was wrong. Kyoto is known yeah. for pizza. Boom! I knew something. That's, I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a fucking roll today. <laughs> Top 10 best pizza places in Kyoto. <laughs> yeah, so there's pizza. Uh, I don't know what, what it is that makes it better. Maybe they throw their own twang on it. Maybe it's there's a bunch of different like flavors or uh, styles. That's probably it, right? Yeah, Japan has that cool thing where they always have like the Kit Kats, where it's always like a weird, unique flavor. Yeah, one time Alex and I were in line somewhere and they had those Kit Kats and they had a green Kit Kat, but it didn't say what it was on the packaging. So we were trying to figure out what flavor it was and we couldn't figure it out. And some guy in line laughed at us. That's not very nice. Oh, that's right. So then the guy in the line behind us went up to the cashier and was like, they didn't know that this is green tea Kit Kat or something absurd. And the person corrected them. They were like, actually, it's lime Kit Kat. What a jackass. <laughs> Kit Kat guy, I hope you're listening. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Go to hell, Kit Kat guy. <laughs> so fucking obnoxious. He was by himself laughing at people. Well, I wonder why he was by himself. So there you go. Anyway, lime Kit Kats sound nasty as fuck, so whatever. You, you lost me that one. That's hilarious. <laughs> screw, screw Kit Kat guy. He, like, he did it when we were in earshot. And I'm like, why are you bad-mouthing random people oh, to the I, cashier? They don't give a shit. How, how like, yeah, how 
low of a point in your life do you have to be a Kit Kat elitist? I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? It's not all you have to live with. We couldn't tell what flavor it was, and clearly he couldn't either. I love that he was corrected. That made me so yeah. happy. Yeah, he got his comeuppance. I Fuck hope you. that the person at the cashier just made it up, too, because they realized he was just a snobby ass. So they were just it's- like, it's lime. Like, it's Kit Kat. It's green tea. Okay, shout out to the cashier at that store for putting him in his place even if they were wrong just to like wipe that stupid smile off his face you're the real mvp call it in now oh you're probably no longer you're probably no longer employed but hopefully you probably own a corporation somewhere now because you deserve it that person was our ally we should have thanked them or something should have tipped them that person is the ceo of kit kat now (laughs) oh it's undercover boss (laughs) (laughs) they were market testing kit kat flavor to see response (laughs) Oh man! Ugh. All right, where wow, that we? was a memory. I hadn't thought about that in a long time. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, where were we? Okay, I, James. James gets the item. Oh, we bought or something. No, 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 we were we were there. Okay, but we were basically there. Yeah. Uh, Brock's got his guidebook, and uh, we're gonna go check out. Uh, I guess Tin Tower. Oh, um, James finds Fernando and gets the item binder. Just Buys. FYI. Oh yeah, that's right. They they spend their food money on it. You're right. Oh, God, that's so stupid. Why did you buy... You got this food money. You actually need food, and you buy these stupid item finder. But think of how well it works out for James, though, because he finds every bottle cap he's ever wanted. I know. I felt so happy for him. He he was able to complete his little collection. And he throws away those bottle caps all the time, so... Or he's forced to give them up for some sort of scheme. I know. He has to do it valiantly just to... Have Meowth be happy with the cat cult people of the Orange Islands or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot that they have va- actually have value. He discovers, like, it was 25 years old. Or it was, like, super rare. Collector's item. It was a Kit Kat flavored bottle cap. And so good for James. James is on a tangent. He's finding all his bottle caps. Uh, so I guess the item finder, maybe it searches for whatever you most desire. <laughs> I, guess the, I guess they've got Is that, some- like... The compass from Pirates of the Caribbean, where it's just like, it'll show you what you want the most. Yeah, it's like the mirror in Harry Potter, too, where you look at it and it just, what you see is what you want most, so. That's so sweet. The Fernando's like a magical being granting this ability unto those willing to pay their entire life savings. Yeah. It is good for something to work out, too, because remember the Magikarp thing didn't bold too well for James, but now he falls for a scam, but it actually works out, so, you know, good for him. So James is out bottle capping it. And I'm, I just mean he's, like, finding bottle caps, not the slang term. Uh, our friends... What is the slang term? What is the What does that mean? I'm afraid to say it. There's not enough time to uh, go into it. All right, I'm going to Urban Dictionary. Y'all talk about this one. <laughs> uh, we're decided we're going to go to Tin Tower. And I forgot the significance of this tower, but I'm pretty sure I remember as I talk about it. Uh, we're just walking through. And it, uh, this tower's been burned before. Um, they had some faulty wiring in it. Back in the day, and it sparked, and it just went up in flames. That is not the case. <laughs> I forgot how it burned down. Was it? Does Ho-Ho burn it down, or is it just like a... Can I jump in real quick? Go for it, Real Alex. quick. Okay, I'm probably getting some detail wrong, so forgive me. Once upon a time, like, Ho-Ho was friends with the people, and people were like, oh my god, Ho-Ho, you're the best. So it would come and visit, and all the humans would worship it, and it would be like, yes, humans, I'm fucking amazing. Except for some jerks were like, "Mm, we want to, like, kill you or something and, like, cook you for Thanksgiving. I don't know. And Ho-Ho was like, ah, fuck you. And it, like, started a fire when, I don't know, it knocked over a lamp or something and uh, burned to the ground. And so everybody was like, oh, no, boo-hoo, so sad. Let's build another tower so that Ho-Ho can forget its trauma and come back and pretend like nothing ever happened. But also we want to keep the old tower as a monument to people being bad. And all the other, like, generations can learn from humans being bad news bears. But Ho was like, fuck this shit, and it's never come back. Very well done. And also, three Pokemon died in the fire, and they were reborn by Ho. But the episode didn't talk about it. Yeah. Okay, I do remember somewhat of what Austin's saying. We'll get into that in a little bit. Ooh, ooh, I have a question. Yeah. Do we subscribe to the theory that the three Pokemon that died were a Jolteon, Flareon, and Vaporeon? I think that's cool. I've heard that theory before, and I'm like, yes, I subscribe to that. And then they came back as Suicune, Entei, and Raikou. I think it's a cool idea. I don't think it's the case. Mm, I like it. They were a walking wake, a wa- raging bolt, <laughs> and 
<laughs> and whatever Entes is. It actually turns out in Fernando was in there too and it burned down and he's just a reincarnation. Fernando's the one who started yeah. the fire. Is that why he can breathe fire? Because mm-hmm. he's like a fire-breathing ghost man? He's not real. <gasps> oh my gosh. He's the reincarnation of like the evil people that tried to like kill Ho-Oh. He's, he is Ho-Oh, I think. I think he just... <laughs> <laughs> Fernando was an observer and that's how he can drink your true wish's desire. Yep. Because- oh my gosh. And that's the reason why Ash is the only one, or the Torp's the only one who can see him in Ecritique City. I don't well, know that's true. James <laughs> and, that. or James can see him, so I just said that. That has no oh, okay. that holds no water. Oh. I just looked up Entei's Paradox counterpart. Yeah, we just talked about this on like what, the last episode, and I was like lamenting the fact that Entei didn't have a paradox form, but apparently, spoiler alert, in one of the DLCs it gets one. Yeah, it looks like Entei is wearing a hat. It looks really bad. Okay, sorry. It it's not <laughs> go on. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm gonna throw a disclaimer out there. Do not look up bottle capping on Urban Dictionary. That was a joke I made. What did you find? It is awful. I'm not saying it. Don't look. Type it in the chat. I want to know. Okay. Um, that was Are, a joke. Did I didn't realize. No, I swear I did not know. I just okay. said it. Oh my god, Jacob. <laughs> oh my god. I don't see it. This is one of those things where it did not work out. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah, so I have a story about that. <laughs> no, you don't. Awesome. No. Fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jacob, you didn't put the the next sentence, which is even worse. Okay, put the next sentence in there. I don't wanna I don't wanna read anymore. Um, I didn't no. click on it. That was the first thing that came up. No, there's a, there's another I'm no. What's the next sentence? An exacto knife? Mm. This is horrible. I did I swear I didn't know. I, I just said that just to as a joke why do people write this stuff do people do this stuff this is all this is not real people are making shit okay up so it's just a made up thing. Well, there's like 30 different definitions of this on urban dictionary okay well audience you can look it up yourself i wouldn't advise you to but let me just say this not like what happens life yeah let me say this like what happens in um the tin tower it sounds like it would burn because there's fire all around our twerps now yeah let's move on yeah we have there's fire all around us we're freaking out and we're on pure adrenaline here because we're just scared. But but obviously we know, like, if you're watching this happen, you're like, this is not real. Because there's no smoke. So- <laughs> there's no heat. Um, stay with us, Alex. Stay focused. I'm sorry. I'm watching <laughs> Alex is reacting face. to me read this paragraph. <laughs> Austin's pure, disgusted disbelief phase. What the German grinder date is this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. The twerps are on fire. Stop, yeah. drop, and roll. Stop, drop, and roll. We use our Pokemon wisely to put it out, but it turns out there's no fire. It turns out it's just a. It turns out it's just ghosts, and it's like Ghastly and Gengar. It turns out the twerps are stupid yeah. because they can't tell that the fire was fake because there's no heat. Totodile is the only one yeah. to figure it I out. I give them adrenaline, like fight or flight, maybe made them act stupid, like it does. But um, okay, this is one part I did not know. He sends Noctile out to stop them from making, like, illusions or whatever. And Noctile, like, tackles them, right? Would that work? Yes, yes. because you can use Foresight. Ghost types are now susceptible to normal types. Okay, so he used Foresight before, and then you can tackle mm-hmm. them to... Okay. All right, so that's the main question I had. Some decent foreshadowing there. Yeah, that actually makes uh, sense to me. So, good. I just thought, like... I knew, like, you couldn't just tackle Pokemon. I didn't realize that Foresight had to be used beforehand. So that's cool. There's a lot of stuff that happens here, but we finally run out and we meet with uh, Morty, who is the gym leader. Morty, woohoo! Yeah, Morty here. Snorty Morty. What? Does he have like a allergies. sinus condition yeah, or allergies. like. It, it, okay. Alex, you love Morty. Can you like do your Morty thing? What's my Morty thing? <laughs> you always talk about Morty and how great he is. I fucking love Morty, but I don't know. Maybe that was like. I was misremembering because I was like a little underwhelmed by this Morty. Plus, also, I really hate his original outfit. It's so bad. The blue. The blue headband. Like, what the fuck? It's so much better in the redesign in Hargold Soul Silver. It is. So much better. And he's, he's got Professor Ivy Stoner eyes for some reason. Because he's ghost. I just love Morty. I love ghost types. They're probably my second favorite type or third favorite type. They're in the top three for sure. 
Yeah, Morty didn't have much, Morty didn't have any quirks or anything interesting about him happening. You today. know what? Honestly, that's a that's a breath of fresh air. We don't always need some wackadoo <laughs> coming along, being like annoying or absurd. We have Faulkner screaming at people and losing his damn mind. We have Bugsy trapped in a tree. Yeah, whatever Whitney's thing is. I know Jacob loves Whitney, but which one was Whitney? Whitney was more bearable in the show. Which one was Whitney? Mill Tank. Oh yeah, yeah, I like. I like Miltank, so. Morty's just like a chill guy who's like, you're fucking shit up. Get out of here. Like, they're attacking the poor Pokemon that live there because they're trespassing. Because, <laughs> by the way, we find out that they're actually in the burn tower and not the tin tower because Brock can't read a guidebook or something. And, like, I don't know. They probably stepped over the caution tape. There's no security there. So, I, I imagine that, like, people who accidentally go in there or trespass, they just wind up dying. That's why the ghosts come. Yeah, that's where the ghosts come. They just kill them, and they're like, "Because you're a bad person, you deserve it. Because you snuck in this tower. You, the symbolism is true." I don't know. I love Morty. He's he's cool and he's nice, and he's voiced by Andrew Rannells. Oh my gosh, is he really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Austin, remind the listeners who that is. A very famous person. Google it. Okay, (laughs) he was in Pokemon Live. And that too. Not the highlight of his career. <laughs> yeah, go listen to our Pokemon Live episode because honestly, just shameless plug, it's one of our fa- my favorite episodes we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, because Jacob's not on it. No, that's not the reason. <laughs> Jacob, we missed ah. you on that episode. Uh, can I go Is on he now? listening? Can I go on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Jacob. Please continue. Morty is a nice guy. He um, We lose Togepi and Pikachu in the Ash. But it's okay because Morty's there to send his ghost Pokemon who can go through walls and all that stuff. And he winds up saving him. But then they get out and Team Rocket comes and tries to attack him. Then Morty says, not today. And he blasts him, gets his Gengar and all his Gastlys. And they shadow ball the hell out of Team Rocket. And they go blasting off. And then Ash is like getting anxiety because he's like, I got to beat that in a gym battle. He doesn't know what to do. And that's kind of where the next episode picks up on is uh, Ash is like, all right, time to battle. Time to get this ghost badge that's going on here. Good job, Jacob. Very concise. We didn't talk about Menace P. What? Menace P. Oh, is that like... What the fuck are you saying? Ten Tower Togepi. Togepi walking around. Falls through a hole. Is is Misty a bad mom? Or is Togepi bad? Togepi's bad. Okay. Togepi's bad. It uh, wanders into a crack in the wall and then uh, poor Pikachu, right? Has to chase it. Pikachu should just let it die. You know? (laughs) And then it uh, sprouts out of the ground like a demon turnip. And Meow's like, what the fuck? And then that's when Team Rocket blasts off again. That's, yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. It's basically just a setup. Give you a little brief history of uh, Ecritique and the Tin Tower. And we get introduced to the gym leader. You know, next episode is going to be really fun to talk about because it's a gym battle. <laughs> Austin's luck. favorite kind of episode. <laughs> Don't worry, I got you. I got yep. you. All right. Can I just say briefly, when I was a kid and they finally got to Ecritique City and Ho- they see a picture of Ho-Oh and Ash is like, I've seen that Ho-Oh. I was like, is this ever going to go anywhere ever? And the answer was no. Nope. Spoiler alert. No. <laughs> nope. Never goes anywhere. It doesn't, but it does because it's like only special people can see Ho-Oh, so they're pointing out that Ash is special, and we learn that as we go on, so maybe that's it, mm-hmm. you know? Was there ever, like, a plan or something that was scrapped? Like, was the was Are there you... ever going to be some kind of episode or arc, like, kind of the GS ball type of shit? Are you asking me, Alex? I'm just asking in general. Oh, like... I don't know if you want me to answer because it's better without me. I don't know if you wanted my my input. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Never. Oh, Jacob's talking about how I joke that our episode was better without <laughs> Jacob. I was Jacob. kidding, Jacob. <laughs> in fact, if we ever do a live pr- recording, like in front of an audience, I want it to be Pokemon Live because I want to see Jacob's reaction to Pokemon Live. <laughs> a, a side-by-side comparison? We no longer, for the most part, we don't skip episodes because one of us is unavailable. Now we just do it when all three of us are available. Yeah. That's that. right. Because we appreciate all of us here, and Jacob, we missed you on that episode, and uh, you're not allowed to ever miss another episode again. So. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. No pressure at all. No pressure. But actually, all the pressure. MVP and LVP time. Let's do this, if we have one. Austin, you're first, followed by me, and then Alex. Shit. I really don't. They're getting hard. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> it's getting rough. The LVP will be Togepi for trying to 
escape for no reason. Uh, just causing trouble. Um, my MVP will be James. He had a great day. He got to get all of bottle caps. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, my quote will be when they get to at Critique City and the first thing they say is, Ash says, we're finally here. And Misty says, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Neither can we, Misty. Neither can we. I wonder, like, if there's an episode guy that you could skip, like, skip filler. Of course, of course. There's got to there be is. one Pokemon, but, like, how much... But we're, we're not doing no, that. No, we're not. That's the reason why we descended <laughs> into madness here. But how many episodes get knocked off? Like, it goes from probably, like, 10,000 episodes to, like, 50. Right? I mean, it's got to be it's got to be low. Uh, I'll give my MVP to Infernando for uh, making a sell. Good for you, Infernando. Good for him. Yeah. Finally got a sell. My LVP will be the three Pokemon that got caught in the Ten Tower Fire. Aw, RIP. And then my quote will come from Brock, who, <laughs> when Infernando comes up and says, <laughs> trying to sell him these item finders... And um, Brock goes, would it help me find a girlfriend? That's like, pretty funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get himself an item, if you know what I mean. Okay, according to AnimeFillerList.com, the Pokemon has a moderate filler percentage at 21%. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> What's a moderate filler percentage? 21%. What does this mean? What is this referencing exactly? How many fillers are in Pokemon the series? Oh, oh, really? That no, I'm agreeing with Jacob. Filler seems to take up the majority of the time. Now look up One Piece. No, don't do that. You don't no. do that. <laughs> uh, all right, Alex, bring us home. All right, let's see. I am going to give my MVP to Ho Oh for being like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out, bitches, and never coming back." Uh, I'm gonna give my LVP to Morty. Sadly, I don't want to do this, but I was pretty disappointed because he was gaslighting Ash there at the end. Ash was like, I swear I saw Ho. I know what I saw. And he's like, ha ha, silly little boy. There's no way. Ho has been gone for three centuries. You're a liar. And I'm like, come on, Morty. That's not a way to be. You're supposed to be an upstanding member of society. My quote is going to be at the end when Morty confronts them, Team Rocket, I mean, and he's like, how could you resort to thievery? How could you steal Pikachu and Togepi? You're bad. And James says, it's quite easy. And Jesse says, we're Team Rocket members first and people second. And Meow says, I ain't even a people. That was good. Oh, that's it. Now you're ready to go from coast from ghost <laughs> to ghost? Space ghost, coast to coast. Yep. All right, Alice, get ready. All right, this is going to be interesting because it's a gym episode. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so Ash is trying to do some pre-gym research. Dexter doesn't know shit about Gengars because Gengars are a mystery. Nurse Joy is like, oh, wait, you have Noctowl. And Ash is like, oh, yeah, I have Noctowl, even though I already, like, did this. They get into their gym battle, finally. Uh, Ash, it was Ghastly versus Noctowl. Noctowl doesn't do so well. Pikachu gets one hit KO'd by a Nightshade. Uh, Team Rocket's doing some shit in the corner. Cyndaquil loses to Ghastly. Or no, sorry, wins. Then uh, gets knocked out. Gengar ends up losing Time. to Noctowl and uh, learns a move. Sounds like a gem of an episode. It was a gem of an episode. Let's do it really fast because we got a hard out. And like Alex said, Nurse Joy basically cheats and tells Adam, Yeah, our- Adam. Adam. <laughs> Who the fuck is Adam? <laughs> you got Evangelion on your mind or something? Me and Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> Can we change him? <laughs> We've lost it. It's over. Okay, my proposition for episode episode title is Adam and Morty. <laughs> uh, that's great. Okay. Whew. So Adam. So Adam is getting his Pokemon healed at the Pokemon Center, and Nurse Joy is like, Morty's really tough, but Ash, you have a Noctowl, so you're gonna win. And that's just like cool. Ash has already done this already. He literally just did force the foresight trick in the tower the previous episode, and he, like, forgot? Okay. Well, he's his alter ego now, Adam, so. Oh, yeah, Adam doesn't know. Adam doesn't Ash know. Knew. Ash knew. <laughs> I'm never going to live that down. So, meanwhile, in the previous episode, James said he lost his item finder slash treasure hunter. I guess the four kids got the name wrong on that thing. But now he has it back. And James is going to spend the episode looking for bottle cap treasure, but instead they find some, like, storage unit 
near the gym, and Morty's gang- Gasly's don't care for that, and they get chased off. That's all I'm going to talk about them. That's it, yeah. Yeah, meanwhile, the twerps go to the Ecritique gym and not the burn tower this time. Uh, Morty is giving a lecture to some children. Surprise, surprise, children. It's time for a gym battle, so they get to be an audience um, watching this gym battle, which goes nowhere. Yeah, I, I was just going to say they made a really big deal about there being a like captive audience like watching this gym battle, but they literally never show up again. Like, I don't think they're mentioned once no. after their introduction. No. They're not even in, like, when they zoom out to show the battle. They're not even in the stadium. Are they really no, not? it's like they just disappeared. So, I don't, maybe they were <laughs> ghosts. the point of that? <laughs> I think mean, they were just trying to kill some time. They were they ghosts. Were ghost. It's a ghost, They were yeah. the ghastly? Oh, my God. They were the children who died in the burning fire of the tower. <laughs> Only Morty oh can God. see them. They feel safe around Morty. <laughs> Can Morty see ghosts? I swear to God, he sees ghosts at some point in some Pokemon media. Did I make that up? Yes, Alex. Okay, I'm so sorry. I I just I know we're tra- I'm derailing or whatever. That just reminded me. I had a memory. I don't know how you guys feel about fan fiction. I know we've read some fan fiction. We've written fan fiction on this show, whatever. But I was reminded of a fan fiction that was actually really good that I read a long, long time ago, like 15 years ago. About Morty. It was about Morty and Lyra, who is the main character of heart gold soul silver one of the playable characters but it was so good i i don't know i can never find this fan fiction ever again i'm sure whoever wrote it probably took it down but like it was really sad i think i actually remember like crying about it because the ending was really sad (laughs) okay okay listeners if you know this morty and lyra fan fiction that's your homework assignment let us know i do remember the plot twist at the end which i'm just gonna say (gasps) because fuck it lyra's dead she was dead she was a ghost the whole time oh there we go six cents that yeah she was murdered. I can't remember who the culprit was. It was a character in the fan fiction, but she was murdered. Morty, like, helps her, like, cross over to the afterlife. And it was really sad. Was it Fernando? And Fernando murdered her. And Fernando murdered her. Set her on fire. That's why, I'm sorry, I don't know why I just remembered that all of a sudden after so long. Well, so the ghost children vanished to their ghost dimension. I guess Morty helped them cross over to the other side. And now it's time for a gym battle. All right, I'm just going to gonna go fast. Um, God, this, I don't know how to do this. Okay, so it's Gasly versus Noctowl, and um, Misty and Brock are shocked that Ash is going to use Noctowl at the beginning because it's a secret ace in the hole, but Noctowl sucks, so Ash calls it back, and he sends out Pikachu instead, and Pikachu also sucks, so now it's Cyndaquil's turn, and Ash, or Adam, is getting, you know, swept in this gym battle, so now it's uh, time for Cyndaquil, and Cyndaquil beats Gasly, Uh, so now it's Haunter's turn, and we use mean look on Cyndaquil, and Misty's like, how dare Morty use mean look? Ash is the challenger. He can use substitutions. And Brock is like, no, Misty, that's that's, that's called a Pokemon move. You can use it during a battle. That was Misty weird. was traumatized by this. She's like, that's cheating. Uh, Misty's not a very good gym leader. She needs to learn some things. <laughs> that's why she lost her gym. Guys, I, I'm just... It, it, I'm getting to the point where it irks me every time where Brock and Misty, having been gym leaders, don't know who the other gym leaders are. They've never known who the gym leaders are. They've never known that. It's stupid. And also, the guidebook doesn't have, like, a picture of Morty. It'd be like, hey, guys, here's the Ecritique gym leader, Morty. Like They're trying to surprise you. You gotta go online to figure out. You gotta go to the gossip subreddit. This guidebook's from like 1984, so yeah, the the guidebook thinks the burn tower didn't burn down, so it's at least 300 years old. Yeah, the burn tower's <laughs> still like standing in the guide tower. They went to the wrong one because of it. So <laughs> I think Brock just doesn't know how to read. Who's that? I don't know. He's always like, "Oh my god, you're the gym leader!" Like, can you imagine how annoying it would be though if Missy and Brock every time they met a gym leader, where they were like. Oh, hi, Jasmine. It's our old friend Jasmine. We've known her since the gym leader conference of 1997. Hey, how's it going? That would get repetitive. Oh, yeah. Like, if you knew every single person, yeah. I wish they would at least have awareness of some of them. I mean, maybe they don't need to know all of them, but they can express, like, oh, okay, gym leader recognized gym leader, you know, something like that. Misty and Brock didn't even know each other. Yeah, they were right next to each other, too. That is weird, yeah. But the other gym leaders know other gym leaders, because you're like, the next gym won't be so easy. Maybe it's because Misty and Brock are kids, and, like, they're not in the loop. And plus, they got their gyms through their families, so they probably aren't, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, we talked about how unorganized the league is and the gyms are. 
Yeah, Kanto's a fucking mess. Viaz and Cash Jim's warring in the streets. Oh, yeah. Blaine is pushing people into volcanoes, and Sabrina's kidnapping people and turning them into dolls. Yeah. Giovanni has a gym. You've got the separatist <laughs> Orange Islands over there that are trying to do their own thing. Yeah, it's wild. You gotta do your skeet shooting and knock soda cans off of tables or whatever that bullshit was. Maybe to their credit, we are in Johto, and they weren't Johto gym leaders, but still, I feel like they should know this. Anyway. All right, Swift worked against Haunter, even though it's a normal-type move. But I think the writers didn't know that normal-type moves don't work against ghost-types. So I'm going to reverse what I said earlier about Foresight making Tackle effective on ghost-types. Okay. Because it's inconsistent, because Swift does work on ghost-types. But also, ghost-type moves work on Noctowl, who is a normal-type, and he should be immune to those. He gets hit by Shadow Ball. He gets hit by Nightshade. It's just a mess. Yeah, I think uh, that was an error anyway, because when Noctowl used Foresight on Ghastly, it revealed it, and thus it could use normal-type moves on it. So that was correct. But then when it gets recalled and Ash sends out Cyndaquil against Haunter, Ash never used Foresight on Haunter, so normal-type moves shouldn't have worked. So Swift would be... A no-go. They still haven't figured out these game mechanics. And, like, I can't blame them, but it's it's a mess. So they can even call it, is it the Tin Tower or the Bell Tower? They don't know. So they don't know anything. <laughs> Adam or Ash, who knows? <laughs> so Adam, Adam, after successfully using Swift on Haunter, which should be impossible, tries to recall Cyndaquil, but it doesn't work because of Mean Look, even though we had that whole discussion about Mean Look. And that wastes Ash some precious time, and Cyndaquil's out. So now it's Noctowl versus Haunter. And Haunter's kind of cool because it can use its hands, like, independent of its body. Yeah. It's like Bluetooth headphones. You don't know what the range is. What is the uh, character that's the hand, Austin? The character that's the hand? You mean, like, like Super Smash, Smash Bros? Master Hand? Yeah. Master Hand and Crazy Master Hand. Master Hand. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. So Master Hand is defeated by Cinda... Sin- Han- Adam. (laughs) I couldn't remember who was doing what. I don't care anymore. Okay, so now it's Gengar versus Haunter, and they battle, but I'm pretty sure Noctowl one hit KOs Gengar with a tackle. Yeah. I'm mistaken. It's very quick. It's like very, very quick. Wait, I'm sorry. You skipped a whole thing. It learned confusion. Oh, right. It used confusion. I take it back. No, it used confusion a couple times. Which I guess is super effective, I think. No, it like it has like a uh, like a super sand moment where like the confusion it uses like lights up the whole gym. Like it's like super oh, yeah. huge. Ash says confusion on the whole gym, and that's what kills the children that we never see again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what kind of bullshit is this? Use confusion on the whole room. Okay, everybody just leaves. They're like, what the hell happened in there? <laughs> We're confused. <laughs> Okay, anyway, after some confusions on part of the audience and the writers and the characters and a tackle, Gengar is defeated, Ash gets the fog badge, and the episode is over. The end. Yep. As a gym slash battle episode, how what how did it rank for you guys? It would have been a lot better if they didn't get some of those details wrong, I think. It was distracting. Yeah, yeah that's true. I'm never a big fan of these episodes, so... You know, I'm not a big fan of the like Pokemon battles in general in the anime. Some of them are cool, but a lot of them are like it's weird playing the game and then seeing that they're getting better. They're not there yet. They are. They are definitely getting better, and uh, I think they actually master it later on. But right now, we're we're not there yet. Yep. True. What's the what's this badge called? What badge is he at now? Fog. Fog. The fog badge. Like yeah. Like a key fob, or a no. fog. Oh, like you can't like a see foggy night. Ground like your plane. Ghostly. Okay. Go sleep fog. Yeah. So that's like three badges for us now, or four? How many badges do we four. have? Four. Okay. Jacob never knows where we are. I don't know. <laughs> I'd be a terrible guide. <laughs> we have the the Zephyr badge, the Hive badge, the Plane badge, and now the Fog badge. Did I get those right? Why the Zephyr badge? What does that mean? It means fast, doesn't it? Wait, isn't that a female cow? That's a female cow, ain't it? No. That's a heifer. That's a heifer. Oh. <laughs> Jacob, you've milked a fake otter. You should know this. <laughs> okay, the word zephyr apparently means a soft, gentle breeze. 
which is ironic considering Faulkner is a crazy person. Anything but a gentle breeze. I just remember Zephyr from The Lords of Dogtown when uh, Heath Ledger starts the skateboard company Zephyr. I remember Zephyr as a Spyro uh, 2 level. I remember Zephyr as a badge that Faulkner gives to challengers. That's right. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, MVP time. <laughs> let's, let's use a Zephyr to get on with this uh, episode. Alex, you're first, followed by me, and then Austin, or Adam. Gosh, I didn't write anything. Ah, uh, shoot. I am going to give my MVP to Cyndaquil, I guess, because it somehow made Swift work against a ghost type, and also it ran up Gasly's tongue that one time, and that was kind of gross, to tackle it in the face. And I like Cyndaquil. We haven't seen it in a while. I am going to give my LVP to, I guess I'm going to give it to Ash for forgetting that he had Noctowl on his team that could do something against Morty's team. And my quote is, what did I do with my quote? Use Jacobs. No, oh, I have one. I have one. Jacob, I'm so sorry. Thank you for helping. I I have one. It's the, it's not so much. Welcome to ASMR, out of the drying pan edition, PDSP. Do you feel that Zephyr? Awesome, guys. That Zephyr coming from the West. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if this is being picked up on the audio. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop, stop this now. (laughs) Okay. We've Um... (laughs) I'm going to give my quote to Jesse when they're in the balloon at the beginning and they're talking about using their item finder thing again. Wabafet pops up or whatever and Jesse says, yes, yes, very nice. Now go lean over the side. And she pushes Wabafet back. Okay. Uh, I don't remember anything you said, Alex. So if I repeat it, just call me out on it. Okay. I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> okay. So. Um, I'm going to give my MVP to Morty. For being the uh, the guider to the other world, I think somebody's got somebody's <laughs> got to do it. <laughs> it's probably a tough job to have people have that realization. So good for you, Morty, for being the uh, God. It's I can't remember what it's called in Dante's Inferno, but you're that person. Good for you, Charon. No, it's the guy on the boat with the torch. Charon. Yeah, that guy. I'm sorry. You could have said any name, and I've been like, yeah, that's probably. I say Charon. No, not that guy. The guy with the torch. <laughs> Charon. <laughs> Alex, Charon works for Team Galactic. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, okay, sorry. So Charon and Dante's Inferno. You're the Charon, Morty. You're not a Karen, you're a Charon. Good for you. Uh, my LVP, I'm going to give it... Oh, God. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but I guess I'll give it to Team Rocket. Because every time they're happy, it's not reality. So I feel bad for them. Because you know in the episode, they like... Relatable. <laughs> That's right. Every time you're happy, it's not reality. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's awful i'm sorry that sorry. is awful <laughs> i'm sorry austin <laughs> if you need to talk about it we'll uh, we'll I'm, be on here after the podcast. smiling though i thought that was a funny joke anyway <laughs> we'll be on here after the, the podcast yep just just swallow it up and don't spit it out what's my quote let me see oh okay uh this is kind of weird but like i was talking about team rocket they go into this illusionary world and they're happy there because they have all their favorite food and then Meowth drops this uh, truth bomb on us, and he goes, ah, cat food that don't taste like cat. I'm like, what Oh, the, my God. What the hell is he eating? I mean, you do what you got to do to survive out there on those cold, mean streets. I guess that's how he can he's talk, pussy. is he just eats cats. Maybe he's a I'm cannibal. sorry, what? What did you say? Uh, nothing. Uh, er, rewind. He's eating pussy. Mm-hmm. All right, um, let's continue. It's rated E. There's nothing wrong with licking a vagina. Cuddlings is great. Oral sex is fantastic. It's not disgusting or repulsive in any way. Now then. Yeah, you go, Austin. Is that your, yeah. is that your MVP? My MVP is pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the chalk board. That's one, that's one for it. <laughs> okay. Should I leave that as my MVP? <laughs> Just do it. Yes. Yep. I mean, I like okay, it. It's but, good. So. Vagi- <laughs> Vaginas are my MVP. They're my... wonderful. Woo. Love them. <laughs> my LVP <laughs> is going to be Dexter for not knowing what a Gengar is. And my quote. 
is when Morty sends out Haunter and Misty's reaction is, not another ghost type. Like, no shit, Misty. What did you think he was going to use? I don't know. that He he could have changed it up a little bit. He could have pulled, like, a... Who is a... Like, oh, it's a Bruno with his fucking Onyx. And even though he's a fighting type Elite Four member, he fucking pulls out an Onyx. Whitney pulls out a neat arena in the anime, apparently. Oh, that's true. <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm done. I love you, should I give a real MVP? No, no that's good okay, enough for me. <laughs> All right. Like, everybody, everybody's pro, right? Nobody's anti. <laughs> Leave us a comment. <laughs> All right, does anyone have any thoughts about that? Or, um... oh, <laughs> really tickled Jacob. I have some thoughts, but I'm good. Okay. Uh, good for you, Austin, for expressing yourself. You know what? I appreciate you, Austin. Also, I'm going to change my MVP to Austin because I feel like vaginas need more allies. So. Yeah. So th- yeah. You got one in me. I mean, I'll fight for you. I'll take <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Next episode is Troubles Brewing and All That Glitters. Yeah. All right. I guess that one closes, all, closes out here. Uh, thank you all for listening to our Pro Vagina podcast. Um, if you'd like to woo-hoo. leave us a uh, woo that's right. <laughs> Is that the episode title? Pro Vagina Podcast. Uh, please leave us a five star rating if you're pro vagina. You can email us at outofthedrawingpan at gmo.com. Again, that's outofthedrawingpan at gmo.com. We do have an X account. It is out of drawing pan. Again, it is out of drawing pan. We have an Instagram too, and that one's out of the drawing pan. It's ran by Alex. So cool stuff there. Austin. Elon Musk would be the type to say that he shouldn't have to lick a vagina. I'm just saying. Some uh, words of wisdom there from Austin. God. Thank you. <laughs> what, what are you ooing? Are you ooing him, visualizing him yeah, doing I'm it ooing, or licking one? I'm ooing the oh, idea okay. of Elon Musk. Like, what kind of self-respecting woman would even let him lick her vagina? He's got like, nine kids. Gross. He's got gross. nine. Fucking gross. He's got nine kids. Fucking gross. Nine children. That's amazing. What else is amazing is uh, you guys. Thank you for listening. And you are, like I said, you're all amazing. And thanks for taking this ride with us. And uh, join us next time as this journey continues. <laughs>